Season two of Wired, and this season I'm going to uh, I'm what I'm going to do. We're changing the format. Here's are our, we? Well, I'm going to start off by saying in season two that I am absolutely through with women. Let me tell you what happened in 2020. Are you moving to guys or what? No, I'm not moving to guys. <laughs> it would make it a lot easier, I think, though. Probably, yeah. I'm going. Um, I think I'm just going to go monk, and here's why. In 2020. The few women I uh, hooked up with. <laughs> All right, so let's just start in January. Visited with a girl. She wanted to be my girlfriend. I was like, no, I never told you I wanted to be boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Flash forward to April. I was in my April relationship. You can catch uh, season one's finale to hear about that. That girl, a friend of ours. Yeah. Great girl. Great girl. But she really was a little sensitive because if I didn't, cater to her needs and put up with her attitude she even told me she said i was in a bad mood one day and you quit talking to me you're supposed to let me unload on you Mm. now what is that Mm. i would never tell a woman your job is to let me unload on you well now a relationship i think should be about both of you being able to do that unload on each other not not one person you know, that should be something when you're having an awful day, you should be able to vent to your, you may not, you know, stuff that you wouldn't say to other people. And you're like, eh, Fine. I got to get it off my chest. You can vent to me, but you can't be mean to me. I didn't do anything no, to you. No, you shouldn't do that. And so she told me recently, because we're friends now, she's a good girl. She's like, you know, you, uh, you didn't let me uh, unload on you and I need somebody to let me unload on them. I'm like, that doesn't sound like too much fun to me. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Okay. Then uh, I briefly had a a one night reunion with my ex-girlfriend from a few years ago. That was a mistake. A big mistake. I got a speeding ticket on the way to Birmingham. Oh man. See? And it was dumb because when I got there, I still had, let me tell you why I'm where I am now. I still had, um, Oh, she likes me again. Oh, no. She wanted a uh, special time. Yeah. We, when I got there, we, there was no talk. <laughs> it was just... Just right down to it, huh? Literally, right down to it. She opened the door. And just, you started going at it. Yeah, and I wasn't really that into it. Oh. I was more thinking... Oh. And this is why I am where I am, because it's a mistake to have feelings for people. <laughs> then another girl... <laughs> That's sad. Let me run a let me run a scenario by you. All right. Sad. Tell me if you think I'm mean. There was a girl who started texting me in August, and I've known her for a a long time. Yeah. And she texted me and told me she thought I was handsome, and that she liked me. Yeah. And she always wanted to go out with me. Oh. Okay. So about a month later, I was like, "All right, I'll come over your house." So when I got there, she get, listen to what this girl had. This is crazy. When I got to her house, she had a box of chocolates. She gave me two packs of cigarettes because she knows I smoke. Like she, a messed up Forrest Gump. She asked me what my favorite drink was, and I said Mountain Dew. So she had a, a six-pack of Mountain Dew waiting on me. Okay, okay. She ordered pizza and paid for it. She rubbed, listen, she rubbed my back, uh-huh. scratched my back. Yeah. She rubbed my feet. Oh. And, uh, and then she started. Uh, Rubbing something else? Or- yes. <laughs> okay. All right. 
And all I did was sit there. All right. And then I was like, well, listen, since uh, we're doing this, what do you say we... We do the other, yeah. I, I suggested we do the other. Yeah. And, and this girl says to me, she goes, well, I, I really like you. And I don't want to ruin it. I've ruined a lot of relationships by, by uh, doing that on the first date. So oh. I really like you, John. Yeah. So we can get into all that, I'm sure. But for now... Let's just... Let me just take care of you. Yeah. And and maybe and and because I'd like to I'd like to see you I like you yeah and you know what I said to her what I said what are you a lesbian <laughs> oh man I said I can't believe ouch you're not gonna have go all the way with me you're not wow and she says no I really like you I I've always liked you <sighs> and you know I, I think you're a great person and I'd like to so you were putting a lot of pressure on her to go all the way on the first night. Yeah, and she didn't. She didn't want to uh, have sex with me. So you know uh, what? I, you know uh, what I did? What? I quit talking to her. And so whenever, ah! she, whenever she texts me now, I ignore her. You jerk! You jerk! That's that's like, that's awful to do. I can't. Hang believe on, it. hang on. I think I got that story wrong. Hang on. Oh wait, I did get that story wrong. Flip it and reverse it. Ah. Flip it and reverse it. I'm sorry. I'm the one who showed up. Uh, she came to my house with chocolates. I'm the one that got her Mountain Dew. I'm the one that got her cigarettes. I'm the one that got her roses. I'm the one that rubbed her back. I'm oh. the one that rubbed her feet and told her how great I thought she was. And then I'm the one who started massaging. Uh -huh. And she said, let's go all the way. And I said, no, I really like you. I'd like to see where this goes. Oh. And then she said, what, are you gay? <gasps> and I said, no, I really like you. And she said, well... Wow. Never mind. And then she won't talk to me anymore. What do you think about that? Well, I think there's another word for her. Um, what a, yeah, that's, that's, that's terrible. And if not really ladies listening, the, the first time you heard that and you thought it was a guy, you were thinking, what a scumbag, what an awful piece of crap. You were thinking John is a terrible person yep. for doing that. Yep. Well, do you feel the same way that you now that you know a woman did that? Yeah. That's BS. That is BS and she's a terrible person. And I blame I, think. I blame myself because I was stupidly thinking that there's a thing called love. And yeah. now I know after 2020 and after 48 and a half years, it's an illusion. It's only for young men who don't know better, who have not who don't know any better. Yeah. Or guys with money, or suckers, with the occasional real love out there. It right. is so rare. I know your parents have been married for a hundred years, right? And guys with money, I don't think they're experiencing real love at all. So I would take them out. You said it's for guys with money. I don't think they're getting yeah. real love. They're just getting love because they got money. Guy, here's the thing though: guys really love women. Want stuff what can you do for me uh-huh especially you now can you raise my kids can you pay my bill can you pay my student yep. loans can you get me out of debt can yep. you buy me a car can you buy me a house it's all changed from when i was growing up when i was growing up it wasn't like that now it, women very much are trained to what can this man do for you and it's not just not just mamas that are raising them that way it's dads that are raising them that way dads are saying what are you going to be with a loser? That, that guy's a loser. What what can, what is he going to do for you? What kind of future does he have? And so they start putting this pressure on them from the time they're you know 13, 14, 15. 
What can he do for you? What can he do for you? And, and that's all they're hearing. I don't hearing. know about that. I don't hear that as much. I, I know that that must exist. It does. But it's more because girls are being raised by single mothers who are man-haters, who were raised to be princesses, and they're teaching their daughters the same thing. Well, yeah, and that's, that's true, too. I'm just saying it's become a thing more than ever. But you're right about the boy has to bring something to the table. The girl doesn't. If you tell a woman, if I, okay. Yes, right. what do you bring to the table? All right, you know how on Father's Day you'll, see, you'll hear like, right now it's JCPenney. It's the Father's Day sale. Yeah. Get dad a shop vac. Get dad a new riding mower. Uh-huh. Get dad a push mower, a weed whacker. That's fine. But if you were to say right now, it's the Mother's Day sale, get mom a new iron and a new vacuum. Oh, you couldn't do well, that. that's sexist. What do you mean? So who her? the hell cleans the house? <laughs> right. I well, guess the father's supposed to do that too. Well, like I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing right now, my son is married to a woman, and I hope she never hears this podcast because it'll cause some, some real issues. Don't worry. Not many people do. But I'm not. Except, the- except girls I date. I am not the only one in the family that that feels this way. Everyone in the family that is around them feels this way. Uh, You just observe it. She does nothing. She will come in at Thanksgiving. I was there, uh, you know, for a week at Thanksgiving, and I saw how they have a little baby. He does everything. My son is the one that changes her diapers, you know, takes care of her. His wife just sits on the couch. Your son learned that from his father. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe. No, no, your son learned that from his father because that's the way your marriage was. From, yeah. what, from what you've told me, yeah. you did everything. You would go work, and then you would come home and take care of the kids. Yeah, I mean, the only help I ever had um, during those days was my own mother 